Hey now, and welcome to Vivian's View, a customer service update. My name is Vivian Campbell, and I'm your hospitality authority, author, speaker, trainer, and consultant. On this podcast, we hear from consumers, both employees and business owners, as we discuss what customer service will look like as the economy reopens. Today, my guest is Marion Sims, owner and full-time facialist at Skin Sense Wellness. Welcome, Marion. How are you? Oh, hi, Vivian. I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you very much for having this opportunity presented to me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> oh, you are most welcome. I have used your services and I have spoken to so many people who've used your services and they all talk about what a great experience it is, but also that everything you do during the facial truly lasts a long period of time. It's not like, you know, you feel good that day and then the next day your skin's back to the way it was before the facial. So, I mean, kudos to whatever you're doing because I know it's amazing. Well, thank you, Vivian. It's something that I love to do. It's it's one of these um, careers that I've done lifelong and I've derived an enormous amount of satisfaction from it. That is wonderful. So I'm sure that you've been listening and reading the news. And as you know, the country is starting to reopen. And so the big question becomes, what will service look like with all of the social distancing restrictions? So let's jump right into it because I want to hear what you think and how that's going to affect you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, we are tier three and living in California, we are not allowed to open yet. We probably won't be opening until July, which is um, a huge um, setback. But at the same time, we've got to be safe, you know, and uh, I think it's very, very important um, to keep preparing as best you can, um, trying to get your resources together Um listening to the CDC, the state board, and all the authorities that govern my particular industry um, and prepare that way. And that's really all you can do. Right. Absolutely. And there's so much information out there. But let me ask you this. Do you think that companies and employees can still deliver great customer service with all the restrictions that are being put in place? I think it's a different kind of service. I think everybody's, you know, really had to scramble to come up with, you know, different ways to serve the community. Um, I think the community is ready. For example, restaurants now opening and doing a lot of curbside drop-off. That will be fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a challenge to figure out how to go to a restaurant and sit inside. And and for owners, the the problem is that with staggered seating and and, um, fewer clients or uh, you know people coming through the door you're going to have to measure your overheads and the cost of that so that is going to be the challenge going forward does it does it or should it affect service no and I, I think people are trying very hard to maintain good service you know I think they are and I I have to tell you what I have seen especially at the grocery store. And I have to be honest, I've only gone to the grocery store to get essentials. So Mm -hmm. I haven't done uh, really anything else. But I have to tell you that 
all of those essential workers have been so wonderful and so nice. And I don't remember the grocery experience being so pleasant, (laughs) you know, with all that's going on. I don't remember everybody being that nice before. I think they're more attentive and much nicer now, even through wearing the mask. It's amazing. It's like, I think this is how the experience and the customer service should have been all along in a grocery store. Those are just my thoughts on it. Well, I I know I mentioned this before, but um, I don't know if we're allowed to give a shout out to one particular company. Oh, please. Somebody who's been doing a really great job is Trader Joe's. Yes. They are always pleasant, to be honest with you. And they've maintained Mm -hmm. that pleasantness through all the changes and the social distancing putting up screens, um, they're always, they have conversations with you, they're chatting. I, every time I go there, I go every week to get my shopping and um, I always tell them thank you because they're doing such a terrific job, really, really good. You know, if I had to give out an award for best customer service during the COVID-19 crisis, I have to say it would go to Trader Joe's. Yeah, it absolutely, absolutely would. Yeah. They, not only were they nice before, they're even nicer now. Exactly. So exactly. I'm in full agreement with that. Full agreement. Well, let me ask you this. With the restaurants reopening and as of today in some parts of California, uh, the malls are going to start opening for retail. How do you think the customer service interaction will change how do you what do you think that will look like as we're really getting the okay to open even more businesses well i think there's some customers who are just ready to go they want to get to the mall they want to go shop (laughs) they're fed up they don't like being shut in i also think there's going to be people who are more cautious you know Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. i think mask wearing is should be essential social distancing should still be essential um, yeah, I, I, and the other thing we have to do as we go through all this gradual reopening, Vivian, is really pay attention to statistics, you know, um, because that's going to be the litmus test for us all in terms of, you know, how things are working and how we're getting this virus under control, because it, it's, this is a push me pull you discussion between economics and health, ultimately. Well put. You are so right. And with Memorial Day weekend just ending and everyone out at the beaches and now, um, you know, like I said, some of the malls reopening for in-store service, Mm. right? Not just curbside pickup like it was last week, but actually in-store service. You're right. We're really going to have to pay attention and watch the numbers Mm. as we move forward. Mm. You know, so as we go through this and and let's say, for instance, everyone's wearing their mask, let's just say everyone is or the majority and our numbers stay good. And, you know, we find that vaccine uh, at some point in time. Do you think that service will go back to the way it used to be? Or do you think that it will be changed forever moving forward? I think the world has changed irrevocably. I mean, and there could be some silver linings there, but Mm -hmm. I think it'll be a very different situation. Um, And maybe, you know, different ways of serving people. I think, for example, 
a lot of people now are working from home. And, and many of them are my clients who are working from home and they will tell me, um, you know, I actually like working from home. I don't think I want to go back to the office. <laughs> so, you know, um, I, I think there's going to be lots of changes. This is a, it's a massive sea change for society. And um, as far as service goes, I think that um, it's probably pushed technology even further to the forefront than it was before. Um, but I still I, think, you know, people want to go to stores. Um, I do worry for the retail industry, to be honest with you. I think it's going it's to be hard hit. It's, um, it's kind of sad walk, doing my walks all around Beverly Hills and my area and seeing all these shops shuttered. So I hope some of them can open and get back on their feet at some stage. But service will continue. I think people look for good service, want good service. And maybe the quality of your service is going to be the defining element um, between whether you succeed or not, you know? I would agree with that. Mm. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you, n now that, like we said, more things are opening, how soon before you're going to go and actually sit in a restaurant or perhaps stay at a hotel? How long for you? I'm not sure about the restaurant. I think I'd still do curb type pick up for a little while. Uh, like to watch mm -hmm. thing, how things develop. As far as going away, I think that... Um, if, if you're going to a small hostelry like a B&B, &B, uh, mm -hmm. that's something that I could do. Um, you know, I've actually, this weekend I had several friends and clients go away. Um, they rented a house. They rented a B&B. &B. Um, I think that's be becoming more doable. And I think people are ready to try it, quite frankly. I agree. I think that people are just so tired <laughs> of being stuck in their homes. Mm -hmm that they're taking the short trips, you know, mm -hmm. drivable uh, areas, and they're going to just stay. So we'll also have to monitor those numbers and see how that turns out. Exactly. You know, how about for you, um, perhaps attending an event or perhaps the movies, like say, for instance, this past weekend, did you go to the beach with all the other thousands of people? <laughs> I, I did not. No, no, I, yeah, you see, this is, there's all kinds of discussions you could have about some of the behavior and, um, you know, sometimes it's a little disappointing because not everybody is being as respectful and as kind as to each other as they need to be. So, no, I wouldn't, right. apart from the fact my skin doesn't like sun very much, um, I did not go to the beach, no. I did my walks, as I've been doing, you know, um, one hour, two hours here and there. Um, and I haven't gone to study the canyons yet. No, normally, I would hike on the mm -hmm. canyons. But again, I think because we've all been shut in, everyone's crazy to get outside. And I'm going to wait till it calms down a bit, to be honest. I agree. I, I think that's my plan of action mm. as well. Mm. I, I want to see a little bit more in the numbers before I start hanging out with uh, mass groups. Yeah. Uh, well, let me ask you this. What do you expect companies to do before they reopen to the public? So like you said, right now, you're comfortable with doing the curbside pickup. Mm -hmm. But what does that restaurant have to really do to make you feel comfortable before you'll go in and dine? I think it goes down to stats again and spacing and it's going to have to come up with some original ideas about that. So um, 
I'm not quite sure I can answer that question, quite frankly. Again, I th- okay. yeah, I think it's um, maybe if, if it have open air patios at restaurants, but not everybody has that that luxury of space. Um, it's I, I think that I think it's tricky, very tricky, and I do feel for restaurants because I think it's an enormous pressure. I mean, there's places around the world where restaurants have opened and um, they put up little little greenhouses all along a periphery of a waterfront where two people can have a a meal and privately and yet they're out outdoors so you know but we we don't all have that kind of space or luxury so I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting to watch these people go for but they have I've already seen some very creative ways of spacing Um, it's just a very it's a very difficult challenge I think Absolutely. I think it's a delicate situation. And I do believe in Garden Grove, they have an initiative where they're really trying to help restaurants uh, get open. And they're trying to work with them on either having seating on the sidewalk or going into nearby parking lots and taking over some of the spaces there just so that they can get open and that they can feed more people because with 25% occupancy, you know, in your restaurant, can you really survive on that? So I love the creative ways that Garden Grove is trying to help their restaurants uh, get open and stay open. So I think that's important. And I think also for some consumers, they really want to know what, the company is doing when they know what the company is doing, whether they find it on their website or through uh, social media posts, then they don't have to wonder, you know, yeah. they know exactly what they're going to get or what they're going to experience. And then they feel more comfortable about going out and actually uh, consuming on property. So yeah. we'll see what happens there. Totally. Well, Let's talk about your industry uh, in particular. Like, what do you see is the biggest challenge in your industry? And I know being in the last stages of all of the reopening, you know, is one thing. But what do you think when we finally get to that stage? What are you up against? Safety. Okay. How so? Well, because we're very close to each client, but facial mm-hmm. is going to be an entirely different experience because we, we have, we're going to have shields, masks, and gloves, um, and, and probably very um, clothing like t- um, you know, white T-shirt and white sweatpants that we can wash every day. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to have to allow extra time in between each client to clean, um, and the challenge there will be, well, can we get enough clients to the door on a daily basis in order to pay the overheads and the bills um so it's 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 a big nut to be honest with you Vivian and I think that um this won't be forever but um I mean I think at some point things will loosen up when we do finally get a vaccine that won't probably be until next year so we've got to learn to work with it um and we're going to have to test our clients to see how they feel. I mean, for example, when they come in the door, we'll be taking temperatures. They're going to have to right. sign a waiver. Um, we are going to get just a lot of disposable um, materials so that there's you know, no risk of contamination. We're going to have to have cleaners in more. Um, we are going to have to clean more. Uh, it's a, a huge nut to follow. So um, 
somehow we have to figure it out to stay open. I agree. I agree. When, when you finally, when we finally do get to the stage where you do get to reopen, do you think that there will be an increase or a decrease in your clients? I know everyone wants to get their facials done, their mani-pedis, their hair done. Do you think that there will be uh, an influx of customers coming your way? I have clients who are banging down the door. And I have clients who are a little more, I think clients are going to fall into three main categories. I think there are going to be those that are willing to come back tomorrow. There's mm-hmm. going to be those that are going to be a little hesitant and want to know exactly what we're doing to keep things safe. They may take a little more time to come back. And then there'll be mm-hmm. those who want to come back but are financially strapped. And I think we have to deal with all three of those categories with compassion. I Well put. That is so well put. And I do believe that those are the three categories. I love that. And so how are you preparing to reopen? Are you waiting until it gets closer to your stage? Are you working on it right now? What are you doing? I'm, as I said earlier, we're, we're collecting posters to post. We're collecting supplies like shields and masks, um, thermometers. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got websites that we can order our um, paper sheets from. Um, cleaning supplies you know that's what we're going to do the only other thing I've got to do is renegotiate a little bit of um, lease issues because um, I'm going to be financially strapped until the end of the year until this thing kicks off so um, it's it's a deal breaker in some respects I mean I want to make all the preparations and know where I can get all my supplies from but I've also got to know it's viably financially you know uh, able to continue Absolutely. You have to know that when your stage gets here, that out of your current clientele, that you know the majority of them are going to come back because they do feel comfortable. And, you know, hopefully with waiting until stage five, let's look at the positives, right? Waiting to be essentially the last group to reopen. At least other things have opened. And numbers have come in, Absolutely. right? And if, right, this is the positive. And if we see that cases have not increased, then people feel like, wow, we did this right. We open gradually. Everything's under control. This is great. Now they have more confidence in getting out and doing all of the other things that they've been waiting so long to do. So it could be a positive, right? It could right? indeed. Absolutely. So I wanted to ask you if you can share some tips with our listeners and, and you always have great tips and I follow and love all Mm -hmm. of them, but I have to ask you a special one. We are all wearing these masks now, right? And even though I am only going, you know, to the grocery store or, you know, maybe to Target to get essentials, my face is just driving me crazy once I get back into the car and I take the mask off. And so maybe if you also have some tips, because now that seems like it's going to be part of our new normal, Absolutely. right? To wear these yeah. masks. If you could help us out with that, that would be great. Would it, would you well, let have me ask you a question. That? When you say a face is driving yes. you crazy, how is it driving you crazy? I just feel that, um, my skin seems to be slightly irritated. Like I, like I just want to 
I don't know. I don't know if I want to scratch it. I don't know if it's because we've been told through the media not to touch (laughs) our face. I don't know what it is, but I just feel like it's irritated. And I don't, and especially with summer coming. Yeah. Right. And, and with the heat and we have to work. So I feel that my face is slightly irritated and I don't know if it's more mental because I have to gear up before I get out of the car, right? We're all in our hot cars gearing up before we go into the establishment, right? And then we go through the establishment. We're trying to get in and out as quickly and safely as we can. And then once we get back in the car, you, you know, it's almost like, am I taking a breather? Oh, my skin, this mask, you know? So, I think it's, I think it's I don't a very know. valid comment, and I've actually been talking a lot about it to clients. You know, they've been calling up. Um, I think the problem is we're breathing our own breath, and it gets um, a little bit too humid there with the mask on. First mm-hmm. of all, if you're just doing your shopping and you need to have a face covering, I would recommend using a light cotton coverage rather than a – you don't okay. really need the N45 uh, masks unless – you're out for a long period of time. I mean, I, when I go hiking, I must admit, by the time I get back to my car, my face is sweating and, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it is irritated. So first of all, in the morning, just make sure you clean your skin really well and put some kind okay. of barrier cream on, meaning something that's hi- hydrating, not necessarily heavy, but hydrating, um, something with hyaluronic acid, ceramides, not too heavy, um, and then when you take your mask off and you get back home again, it would be worthwhile just splashing the face with cool water and putting some moisturizer back on again. And then if you get you know, irritation okay. around the nose and around the mouth, which is, I think, what a lot of people are experiencing and even breakouts, then um, we recommend we have a wonderful product. that's an e, a tea tree oil in um, vitamin E with some witch hazel and gently put that in those areas. Um, but the important thing is when you take your mask off, if you feel you're a little sweaty or the skin's a little irritated, to clean it and rebalance it. Not to do too much exfoliation at the moment. Uh, scrubbing it won't help. In fact, it'll probably irritate it even more. And I, I know that okay. we live in Southern California and lots of people love to exfoliate with glycolic acids and all kinds of topical scrubs, which do a good job under certain circumstances. But I think under these circumstances, Keep your routine simple, keep the skin hydrated and calm. And sometimes a nice calming mask is a good idea as well. Um, And also the eyes too, the eye area, because our masks push up against the eye, you know, uh, the cheekbone. Um, The eyes can get a little puffy, they can get a little irritated. I recommend keeping an eye mask in the fridge so that um, when they get that way, you can possibly put the eye mask on for 15 minutes and I'm going to splash it off and put on a very, very light eye cream around that area just to make sure it doesn't get too dry and dehydrated. That is excellent. I think that is exactly what we need, especially with this new mandate restriction to wear the mask. And, and I'm all for wearing it and being respectful yes. And, you know, protective of myself and others. So I'm absolutely following that guideline. But at the same time, I want to also protect my face. So those are excellent, excellent tips. You know, I believe that there are a lot of companies struggling with what to do. There is so much to read on the government websites 
and it all gets really it confusing. It does. And there are still policies that need to be implemented that will be specific to the individual companies. And you, Marion, and those out there, if any of you guys need help, please reach out and let us know at viviancampbellconsulting.com because we are here to help oh. you with that. Uh, we've been working with companies doing their uh, reopenings because we want them to reopen and yes. stay open. So we are absolutely doing that. And I just want to thank you so much for joining me today and for all of you out there listening. And Marion, you have so many great tips and the tip that you gave us is so relevant for right now. But if people want to get in touch with you and want to hear more and want to come when we get to that <laughs> final stage, when you get to open, how do they get in touch um, with you? They can you? call 323-653-4701. They can go to our website at www.skinsensewellness.com. Um, they can follow me on Facebook, Skin Sense Wellness. And um, I've just started doing blogs on Medium as well. Um, blogging oh, every Wonderful. Week. So um, all those places you can find me, you can reach me. Um, I'm on Instagram as well. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm happy to answer questions. And I am doing um, virtual consultations. In fact, I've done a good half dozen of them in the last week and a half where I. Oh, that is wonderful. Oh, that's so yeah. good to know, Miriam. Yeah. Oh, this so is awesome. That's all okay. those things are possible. And people want to take care of their skins from home. We FaceTime. I can see their skin. I can recommend what to use and what not to use. <laughs> uh, and people are right. very, very happy with that particular service. Oh, that is so great to know. Oh, I love that. Okay. So everyone out there listening, if you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and colleagues. I highly recommend Marion Sims at Skin Sense Wellness. And if you like this, please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Vivian Campbell Consulting and share your customer service thoughts for when the economy fully reopens with me. I'd love to hear it. Thank you all for listening and we'll speak to you next time. And remember to always be safe and be of service. Thank you out there. And Marion, thank you so very much for thank being you, with Vivian, me today. Thank you, for all you're doing. It's wonderful. Okay. All right. Take we'll care. talk to you soon. Bye -bye. Okay. Bye-bye.